0: I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone. As you can tell by the title, we're going deep on how to optimize your day and your life. So it's in the regards of your health, your body, your relationship, and your business. So basically, I'm going to go over our guidelines that I personally live by on a day-to-day basis that I've been tweaking over the course of the past five years in order to get the most amount of productivity out of again my health, my body, my my brain, business relationship, how do I maximize all of these areas to being the best that they can be. So a lot of people say that they don't like they can't have balance on a day to day to day basis, they potentially have it on a weekly or on a monthly basis. I think I've done a pretty good job of achieving it on a almost daily to a weekly basis. And so today I'm gonna to walk you through these guidelines. So those are things that I do every single morning. If you follow me on Instagram, I document this stuff all the time, but today I'm gonna to go into details as to what are exactly are the things and why do I do them? So the first thing is, um, I'm typically in bed for eight to nine hours per night. And I know some people that might sound crazy, But it's not when you used to waste two to three hours watching Netflix every night. So I just made the choice to watch less Netflix, scroll less on my phone, and spend more time in bed. So I track my sleep. I used to wear uh, an O-ring, but I reverted back to Whoop ultimately um, just because I like the user interface a little bit more. Um, I can actually wear it when I'm working out because I scratched the hell out of my O-ring when I was training. So I get on my Whoop when I'm working out. So my data tells me that I lose about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes a night of sleep, which as someone that likes to optimize things, I hate that. I've tried so many things to reduce that amount to only lose like 10, 15 minutes of sleep per night. But I have data of the past five years of sleep and I pretty much lose an hour every single night. Um, I just recently got my fiance Ivy a whoop, and she loses about 20 minutes. And I was like, "Oh my God, how are you only losing 20 minutes?" I want, I want to sleep more efficiently. And you know, you, you, I stay hydrated. I cut out the sh- like the sugar before bed. I don't eat close to bedtime. I cut out the blue light. I do all that stuff. I still lose an hour every single night, but I do wake up more rested when I do these things. So, ultimately, I spend eight to nine hours in bed, so that by losing an hour, I'm still at around the seven to eight hour mark, which is where I need to be. So when I wake up. I fast until I'm done my deep work, and we're going to go over my morning routine and where I do my deep work and how long it takes, but it's a few hours after I wake up. So here's the reason why I fast before, uh, until I do deep work. It's not because I'm trying to burn more fat. It's not for any other reason than I want to keep the maximum brain capacity that I have access to first thing in the morning, because when you're eating food, like it rushes some of your energy and your blood to your gut to digest the food. And it can, slows down brain activity a little bit. So I just like to be fasted in the morning. I'm going to have some water and I'll go over having some tea. I have some tea in the morning. I don't have coffee because I realized that caffeine in the morning makes my uh, attention span shorter. So I tested this when I was in, in Cabo a few, I'd say a few months ago at this point, um, I was reading my book And I was noticing that I was sipping my coffee, I was starting to skip words, skip sentences, and I would read a whole page. And I couldn't even remember what I read about. And so I was like, well, it's interesting, it just increased as I was drinking my coffee. So the next morning, I kind of did the same thing. And then same thing happened. So the third morning, I just didn't drink coffee, and I was able to get full comprehension access to all my brain capacity, and I felt awesome. And so I tried to have caffeine later on when I was working midday, And still, right, I start to get jittery. I start to like misinformation, wanting to skip things. I wasn't getting full comprehension of what I was doing. So I just honestly ultimately decided to cut out caffeine because it just wasn't making me or allowing my brain to be at its sharpest. So I remove caffeine and I just have like an English tea or a chai tea, just one pouch of chai tea in the morning and with some water. So let me know what I do. So I don't fast. I just have some tea in the morning. So first thing I do all the way I wake up, I won't go into details, but bathroom, I weigh myself because I weigh myself every single day because I want to have an average of my weight. It doesn't affect me psychologically. I got over that a long time ago through weighing myself daily because eventually you just realize how silly it is that your weight can spike up for two days just because you had a bit more sodium the night before. And you just realize that, you know what, weight's going to fluctuate. I'm just going to do the best I can with my nutrition. And ultimately it is what it is. I'm not going to worry too much about the fluctuations. So weigh myself daily. And then I go in and take a cold shower for about 30 seconds. And after that, I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth. um, I exit the shower cold. So that's one thing a lot of people ask me, do you come into the shower hot, turn it cold and hot and you leave hot? I started cold, I entered cold, I stay cold the whole time and I exit the shower cold. And then when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm letting my body naturally warm up. There's a lot of benefits to that blood flow kind of rushing back, um, to the outside layer of of your body, because when it's cold, your blood is rushing towards your organs because it's trying to protect them. But when you step out into the hot environment, that blood flow kind of rushes back out. And there's a lot of benefits to naturally boosting collagen production, reducing inflammation and helping with your lymphatic system. Ultimately, you right? getting rid of toxins in your body so that my body naturally warm up while I'm brushing my teeth. Once I'm done that, then I'm going to drink my water, um, a little bit of lemon, some salt in there because it helps to make your body alkaline, rehydrates it, gives it some electrolytes. And from there, I'll go and walk my dog, Tempe. I know what an amazing name, Um, basically so I can get my morning sun exposure. So I go walk him out. He does his business. I come back in. At that point, my fiance, Ivy, is ready to go and we prime ourselves. So it's something that we started doing uh, several months ago out of doing UPW with Tony Robbins, um, and it's basically it's a series of four things. You do your priming, like the I think he calls it fire breath. And then there's a the gratitude exercise. There is um kind of like a breathing exercise. And the last one is more of a vision, right? Visualizing the life or certain things that you want to have in your life. Honestly, the whole thing takes about 10 minutes. It's pretty quick, it doesn't take a long time, and it just puts me in a good position to start my day, it puts me in a good headspace. From there, I walk into my office. So by the time I get to my office, from the time I woke up and I did all of these things, it was like 45 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. It's pretty quick, right? just my little morning routine. Once I get into my office, if you're on YouTube here, you can see I have a box that says brain balls. (laughs) So I was taking a speed reading course by Jim Quick. If you guys don't know who Jim Quick is, it has amazing books as a speed reading course, because I want to learn to speed read to get more information so I can read faster, get more information, implement more of the information that I'm reading. And he mentioned there's a study out of Oxford where they said jugglers had um, a bigger brain, had more gray matter in the brain because of juggling. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna pick up juggling. So I bought some balls on Amazon and they're called brain balls. Uh, and so I started to learn how to juggle and it took me maybe like a week to kind of get the motion down and I can juggle pretty comfortably now. But what it does is it helps activate your brain. So I'll just sit at my desk and I'll kind of juggle and I'll kind of play around. I'll throw them high, I'll throw them low, I'll throw them in the middle. I'll kind of just vary between them just to kind of turn on my brain a little bit. Then I speed read for 10 to 20 pages, right? I'll go through my book. I'll do use all the tools that I learned from the Gym Quick course and, and I'll speed read everything. Right now, what I'm currently reading, so if ever anyone's gonna ask, Um, I'm reading Ray Dalio's latest book, Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order, Why Nations Succeed and Fail. Because we're in a very interesting time right now uh, and I want to learn from history, right? What are the things that I can do to ultimately set myself up for success? So current book that I'm reading, awesome book. So once I'm done juggling, I speed read. Then I go into 45 minutes of studying, right? I want to learn something new every single day and I do that through a little bit through the reading but there's specific tools that I want to learn. So the majority of my time I'm spending studying on, um, Tony Robbins life coaching certification courses, because I just want to have access to more of the tools that he is offering. So I paid for certain certifications and I'm taking all of them just so I can have more tools for my members and I can implement for myself, right? I'm always willing to invest in myself because I know that I'm the best investment I can ever make. My house could burn down. My computers could crash. My brain is the only thing that would allow me to rebuild all of it. So that's why I'm continuously investing in my brain. So Tony Robbins and some mornings, depending on kind of how I feel, I'll study AI because a lot of things are coming up with AI right now. So I'm looking at the different ways how I can use that tool to allow me to get to my mission a lot more efficiently, ultimately. But majority of the time, I'm studying the, the tools from Tony Robbins. Then from there... I start my deep work, right? So if you kind of kept track a little bit, reading 10 pages, studying takes me maybe like 55 minutes and an hour. Then I start my deep work from there. So depending on my day, I have meetings with um, my team. I have meetings with some of my mentors. My deep work can consist from one hour to three hour blocks on some days. So deep work, how I structure them is uninterrupted work. So my phone is not on, my iPad is not on, I have a list of tasks that I'm gonna tackle that I made the night before, and I'll go over this in this scenario here. Um, And then I tackle every task in uh, 30 minute chunks. You guys probably heard of Pomodoro technique before where you work on something for 25 minutes, you take a five minute break, a little little reset for the brain and you tackle another task for 25 minutes, a five minute break, 25 minute task, five minute break. So I do that. So if I do an hour, I basically do two chunks. If I do three hours, I basically do six chunks of those. I'll work on six different tasks. And if I'm not done a task, I move on to the next one regardless because I still have tomorrow morning to work on it of uninterrupted work. And three, I can get in three hours work of really focused, work what I used to do in eight hours when I was distracted all day. So I really love my deep work sessions. I do them from Monday to Saturday, ultimately, because on Saturdays, there's no one from uh, my team or from the different companies that I help run um, that are trying to reach me. So I get a lot more work done during that time. So that's my deep work. So after my deep work, then I'm going to have my green protein smoothie after. So you're talking, um, you know, from, three to maybe four or five hours after I've woken up, then I'm going to have my first meal. And again, the reason is not because I'm trying to reach a state of autophagy. It's not because I'm trying to burn fat, whatever. I'm not trying to bulk right now, but it's because it allows me to have all my brain capacity so I can get more intense work done. I can get more done in that short period of time because I know it's undistracted work. I know that I can only shut off the outside world of not answering my teams or emails or whatever, or or members, whatever it may be for only a short period of time during the day. That's why I'll wake up early. So around 6am to get all of these things done. So by the time it's like 10am, I've crushed a full day's worth of work. I've studied, I've, I've primed, I got taken care of my health, um, I've got a lot of work done on, on the businesses. I've I'm just already crushed a day at 10 a.m. And so at 10 a.m. that's where I basically open up for the world, right? That's when I go on Slack, kind of look at emails, do so all that fun stuff. The rest of my day is structured by Time Block. If you ever have Time Block, there's different platforms that can help you do that. I personally use a platform called reclaim.ai. Um, so basically, what it does is it, it looks at your calendar that you have, and you can go and add a task. So I can say, write a new article, we just signed a contract actually with nutritionstudies.org where I'm gonna write articles for them every single month. So I can put write article for nutritionstudies.org and then I can select it between this date on a Monday and this date on a Friday and I can block off that I need about an hour for it, max two hours. Um, And then I'm gonna schedule it and it's gonna find a hole in my calendar and plug it in there. And if ever a call gets booked over it, it'll move it somewhere else where there's a hole. So basically, it allows me to not have holes in my calendar. You know, there's like 15, 20-minute awkward chunks between calls. It'll fill them up with tasks for me. So that's basically what I do with my schedule. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'm wearing blue light blocking glasses because um, I work based on, uh, I have a TV as a monitor because I hate tiny screens. So I have a TV, so it's pretty hard on the eye. So I have a blue, uh, blue light blocking glasses when I'm working. And basically from there, I'm going to work till midday, midday, I'm going to do my workout because I found that if I work first thing in the morning, if I work out first thing in the morning, my brain is exhausted after I cannot be productive with the work that I need to do. I found that if I work out in the evening, it relies, I need a lot of willpower to be able to get the workout done. I always get it done. Don't get me wrong. But I don't enjoy my workouts as much in the evening as I do midday. It's way more fun for me to do it midday because I step out the house. It's sunny. It's beautiful outside. I just, you know crushed my brain for five hours. And now I'm ready to just crush my body. So I always like to do my workout uh, midday ultimately. So I work out about five strength training sessions a week. I'll do uh, legs, chest and tricep, shoulders and bicep, cardio day, which was today, Um, legs on Friday, and then a last accessory workout on Saturday. It's kind of when I'm structuring it. And then in addition to that, if I want to go play basketball, hit some, go play golf, whatever it may be, I'll just throw that in on the weekend or go for a hike. So I'm going to work out and I'm going to go back to work after the workout. And I'm going to work till about like 5 to 5.30 PM every day. I find that about like 5 to 5.30 my brain is completely fried. I can't, I'm reading a task or I'm reading something and I have to reread it five times. I'm like, you know what? It's not even a productive use of my time at this point. It's a waste of It's a waste of energy. So I just make, um, I do something called brain dumping where I dump all of my thoughts that I have in my head. So ultimately a lot of people when they're done working, they carry a lot of their stress and their thoughts into their personal life after. So brain dumping allows you to just leave it all. Uh, again, you can do it on your iPad. You can do it on a piece of paper. You just dump it all out and then you make your list for the next day. I call it my GSD list. I got that, got that from Bedros Koulian. It's your get shit done list. So I build my get shit done list for the next day of like, okay, I need to write this article for this. I need to work on this for, I need to create a new workout plan. I need to work on this funnel, whatever maybe. I make my list for the next day. So when I wake up, I don't lose any time trying to figure out what's the most important task that I need to work on, right? I've already established that the night before. Once I get my brain dumping done... Then it's family time, right? So Ivy and I will again. We go shoot some some basketball, hit some golf balls, walk tempe, just relax by the pool out here. Uh, we'll eat. We'll cook our dinner. We'll watch a little bit of of TV, um, and then we'll go to bed around 9 p.m. Right. So if I go to bed from nine, wake up at six. It's about nine hours in bed. I sleep about eight hours on of those because I lose an hour every day. And I wake up feeling rested. I wake up in the green. I'm recovered at like a 75, 80, 90% recovery every day. And I feel good and ready for the next day. One thing that I personally like, don't, in, sorry, that I don't like is I don't like waking up not feeling optimal. I hate when I wake up and I feel groggy or I'm tired or my brain just feels like shit and I can't focus on anything. And I understand they live a very different life than someone that would have a family that stays up late. But at the end of the day, I know people that uh, work 60 hours a week in their own business that have three kids and are getting tremendous sleep, right? So I know it's a choice of what we spend our time on and what we prioritize. If you prioritize me time as watching Netflix at night and you go to bed later and you're tired the next day, that's a choice you made. Was it the best choice? Well, it's up to you. It depends how you want to feel the next day. There's people that I know that, Again, they're working 60 hours a week on their business. And at nighttime, their me time is not watching Netflix. It's going to bed early so that they can have their me time that will actually be beneficial for them. And they'll wake up rested the next day and feel good. So one thing that Ivy and I did actually is we used to have our TV uh, in our living room. And then what I found a challenge is it's challenging when it gets late to just like close the TV. Right? The remote's there. It's hard to close the TV. So what we did is we moved it to our bedroom, connected it to a timer. And so it shuts off at like 8.45 or so. So if we're watching something and we're in bed and it shuts off, then it's bedtime, right? You just turn around and you go to bed. That's how much I life efficiency, like I don't wanna like close the remote. It just shuts down and you turn around and go to bed ultimately. Um, and that's been working really well for us. I can have my blue light blocking glasses on while we're watching TV that way I don't have any exposure to blue light. So my blue light glasses, if you're watching on YouTube are just like regular ones that you can kind of see. Um, If you Google any blue eye blocking glasses, the one for bedtime are fully red and there's foam around them. They're really sexy. There's foam around them, but there's no blue light that can kind of come in through your eyes. Um, So everything looks red. Ultimately, (laughs) it's not like not the best to, to, to watch TV, but at least it blocks away all the blue light. And so This is everything that I do in a day. Obviously what happens during work hours, it kind of shifts depending on what time of call, project, things that we're working on. Um, There's slight variations um, in time, but that's pretty much it. Like that's pretty much how I structure my day. Sometimes we go to bed later because there's events or things that we have to deal with. So if that happens, I'll wake up a little bit later the next day, but those are pretty much the guidelines that I follow to optimize my health, right? So My sleep, my nutrition, I didn't plug in when I eat in there, but I obviously eat my food, I eat 3400 calories a day. So I do eat a ton of food per day. But that's what I do to optimize my health, my body, my relationship, because I block off time for family time, when I'm done work, I brain dump. So I don't carry anything. From my workday into my time with Ivy, we have scheduled date nights throughout the week. We have some in uh, in the evening on the we- uh, on the weekend. Sorry, um, and then for the business, that's going to allows me to optimize everything that I have because I could go to bed later, wake up earlier, be groggy, but then the time that I'm actually trying to focus, I would maybe have access to sixty percent of my brain capacity versus hundred percent of my brain capacity. So I found that it's more worth it for me to sleep longer, have access to more brain capacity so I can get more done in a shorter chunk versus waking up early just for the fact of waking up early but having access to 60% of my brain in a task or a project would take me two hours would take me damn five hours, right? I could have used those extra hours that I wasted because I wasn't productive and I could have slept and felt better ultimately, not just for brain capacity but as an overall felt better. So that's kind of how I approach my life. But it is you that are close to me in my personal life. You know how nuts I am about optimizing things. Uh, But because I love it, I like to feel good. I like for my body to feel good. I like for my health to feel good. I like for my energy, for my head, for my brain, for my body, for my relationship, for all of these things. Because personally, I want a massive mission. I want to help make a huge dent in the world in helping 10,000 people get lean and thrive and disease-proof their body on plants by 2033 and a million by 2050. And I can't do that if I'm playing subpar, right? I'm not trying to, that's my analogy for it. I'm not trying to play street basketball. I'm trying to play NBA here. In order to play NBA, there's certain things that need to be optimized. If you look at athletes that are skiing for fun on the weekend and are drinking beer versus an Olympic athlete that is skiing, he approaches it very differently. So it's all about how you want to approach your life, how you want to impact your life. So what I shared might turn off a lot of people and feel that there's not a lot of flexibility in the day. Ultimately, when it's the weekend, I do all the same things. I just don't work ultimately in the middle of the day, right? So there's a lot of flexibility. I still travel, still have a good time, but there's certain things that are structured because I'm on a bigger mission. So like I said, this schedule might turn off a lot of people and be like, that's absolutely nuts. Great. Don't do it. That's fine. You live your life how you want to live your life. I recorded this more to share with the people that wants to optimize their life, that want to go to the next level in their life, that want more for themselves out of their life. All right. So I hope this podcast or this YouTube video was valuable for you. If ever you're interested in working with us, you want to scale your uh, online fitness business, you want to get in shape. There's a link down below in the show notes, uh, You can book your free call with me and we can have a conversation as to how we can help you reach your goal. So thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.